The concept of biometrics in vehicles is not new. As we have heard of fingerprint detection for locking and unlocking cars for years. However, with the recent advancements in the accuracy of the technology, hardware being more affordable, demand for more user convenience, automotive biometrics has expanded to include additional use cases such as driver identification, monitoring, personalization of vehicles. Market reports predict the automotive biometrics industry to surpass $1 billion with an annual growth rate of over 12% by 2025 and over 16% by 2028. Most car companies have already announced their plans to incorporate biometrics in their future models. Hyundai and Subaru leading the way with biometric enabled cars already on the market. I'm your host Ashok Singhal. Welcome to the podcast. On the guest today, Shashank Dhariwal is an AI specialist with over nine years of experience in biometrics. He specializes in various modalities and use cases associated with safety, security, and personalization. I came across Shashank's profile when his article, The Future of Biometrics in the Automotive Industry, was published in India's leading mobility engineering magazine. Welcome to the podcast, Shashank. Thank you, Ashok. Uh, glad to be on the podcast uh, here. Awesome. Shashank, could you give us a 60-second elevator pitch of your career journey and how you got into biometrics? This uh, started with a, you know, a seminar on uh, gate biometrics uh, from my uh, professor, uh, Mark Nixon. Uh, while I was pursuing master's at uh, University of Southampton. And uh, this particular seminar was so interested that it, uh, you know, that it totally drew um, myself, uh, you know, me into it. And uh, the very next day I went uh, and talked to my supervisor that I, please give me some project in this particular field. Uh, I want to, you know, move further into the, uh, into this particular domain. And uh, so after a few days, he said, okay, fine, you, you know, uh, look into ear recognition. So that was my master's thesis, uh, you know, to use uh, 2D images of people's ears and uh, I, uh, identifying them through that. Um, after that, I, uh, after that, I worked for roughly two years with uh, Safra Identity and Security um, on the India's uh, unique identity program that is Aadhaar and uh, after that I moved on to work with the Continental Automotive and uh, I've been I have, and I've been here for the past seven years now and uh, now I am working as the technical architect here and uh, working also as the biometrics expert uh, in several projects. Got it. That is very interesting. Coming from like, you know, ear biometrics to now your role in continental across different modalities. That is very impressive, Shashank. And again, thank you for your time. So, so let's dive mm -hmm. right into the questions. And my first question to you is, I mean, you mentioned about continental. For me, I have always thought of continental as a tire company. Can you tell me about the company's vision for automotive biometrics? and a little bit more about your role at Continental. Sure, uh, I'll take you through that. So 
I mean, uh, it, it's a very uh, common question uh, that I face these days. Uh, you know, what's Continental doing in the uh, autumn uh, in, in the biometrics business and all. But, uh, you know, tires uh, is the legacy business of uh, Continental, yes. Um, and it has been historically associated with tires uh, and it was one of the oldest offerings as well. Um, however, Continental understood the potential of the automotive market and hence uh, it has been into this business since early 90s. Um, today, the company has the widest and one of the most advanced mobility, mobility solutions in the market uh, with changing industry and trends. Condi has also diversified its businesses and today we have, uh, you know, not just sophisticated automotive technologies uh, from which range from brakes to high performance computers and tires to surface solutions for vehicle seats and home solutions. So that's a little bit about the continental background. Also give a little bit of the you know, structure of the company. Uh, we have uh, several verticals uh, over here, vertical business units. Uh, and that's like autonomous mobility, uh, smart mobility, safety and motion, uh, and uh, you know several other ones as well. So amongst all these, uh, my department is a horizontal and uh, in this, my department is known as the research and advanced engineering. And uh, over here, uh, you know, we are a group of uh, AI experts uh, who, uh, you know, who, who are contacted and uh, we, we provide expertise and AI expertise and solutions to the other business units uh, for their respective use cases, etc. Um, coming to the biometrics uh, in the automotive side, so um, biometrics is usually associated with the access part and uh, currently at Continental we have this uh, product called Cosma. Um, that is basically, you know, uh, using some uh, wireless sensors, uh, you know, embedded in the car and also your phone. and. Uh, uh, based on uh, the distance, you know, uh, when you are walking towards the car and based on the distance you are from the car, it classifies you into respective zones. And accordingly, uh, it also enables different levels of, uh, you know, well, like a welcome sequence and then unlocking the door, etc. Uh, localizing where exactly uh, you are around the car and opening that particular door. So this is the kind of... Uh, you know, uh, access solution uh, we currently uh, have. Um, but I think uh, since there are, you know, a lot of um, uh, relay attacks and, uh, uh, you know, you, you may not always be carrying your smartphone or something. So in the future, and as you also highlighted earlier, uh, Hyundai and Subaru. So in the future, yes, there will be uh, biometrics and you may not need to carry a single device also. Great. Thank you for sharing the diversified portfolio of Continental and, and honing in on your, your specific role. Um, you are right, like more and more companies, as I talk to them, I also hear about them using not only biometrics, but AI and machine learning, as we all know. Um, companies are leveraging these latest technologies to solve the existing problems. Awesome. Uh, moving on, 
And let's zoom out a little bit. Um, so from uh, continental to broader automotive industry, what issues um, do you see um, that the car manufacturers are trying to address through the use of biometrics and other technologies? And additionally, why specifically do you think they are um, exploring biometrics as a solution to solve these problems? Um, right. So automotive industry, you know, uh, in general, um, uh, till, uh, till, till we came into this age of uh, AI and cameras and cheaper compute, uh, it, it has, you know, uh, traditionally dwelled in the, uh, you know, in the traditional technologies and uh, for a long time. But uh, now that we have so much uh, technology available, it needs to adapt to the needs of the users and personalize accordingly. Like your home, uh, your, your car is going to become an extension of your home. And, uh, hen and then uh, also with the increasing level of automation, it means the drivers need to be monitored more closely to ensure that they are also attentive on the road. So um, essentially you see that, you know, um, the human centered AI basically, uh, which means not just uh, the biometrics or basically to not just to authenticate or identify a person, but also to understand the human uh, with several different characteristics. So uh, by using uh, human centered AI, um, you are able to uh, offer several, uh, you know, different kind of uh, use cases and uh, allow personalization uh, with respect to safety, security, and infotainment, etc. Absolutely. Now, I really like your perspective on um, car being an extension of home and how autom automotive companies are um, trying to focus on more personalization, um, leveraging biometrics and other technologies. And um, you are right. I mean, it is... I. I have been in several situations where like I forgot the car key or the knob and then trying to go back. So it is um, it's a little inconvenient to carry, you know, your, your car key or your, your phone, sometimes even at, you know, at home. So absolutely leveraging AI and biometrics and other technologies uh, makes sense. Awesome. Um, in terms of modalities, um, is the industry focusing on specific biomet mod biometric modalities or are they trying to figure out what problem can be solved with a specific modality? Could you share your perspective on the biometric technology as a whole? Sure. Um, so, yes, um, there, there are definitely, uh, you know, several modalities that we use. And every modality, uh, you know, has its own advantages, disadvantages, and its own offerings as well. So, uh, starting with face, you know, uh, we, it's in, under the contactless uh, header. So uh, we, and it's very necessary because we uh, want to understand uh, whether the driver is uh, drowsy, how much drowsy, uh, attent whether uh, he is attentive or not. Uh, what kind of uh, expressions or emotions uh, are there and uh, where is exactly the gaze? Is it towards the road or is it like somewhere sideways or whatever? Um, using the body pose, uh, we understand the seating position, the leaning angle, you know, leaning forward or backward. 
um, using Iris. Uh, Iris is obviously the most uh, uh, secure biometric and uh, the most uh, accurate as well. So that can be used for uh, you know engine start, um, uh, for ignition basically. Uh, and then uh, voice uh, is also used for authentication. Uh, it can also be used for localization where exactly is someone uh, in or around the car. And uh, vocal emotions are also uh, very important because sometimes you may not emote something uh, with face, but uh, the frustration, you know, it, you, you, you can smirk uh, with the face, but uh, the frustration comes from the mouth. So those are two different things, uh, you know, at the same moment. And then obviously you have fingerprints also uh, for authentication. Awesome. Now, very interesting to see the uh, use of different modalities, different biometrics for driver monitoring, you know, vehicle safety uh, and other use cases. Very interesting. Um, and now zooming in on specific use case, could you talk about a typical user journey that car manufacturers are are looking into? Uh, sure. So this is, uh, I mean, uh, this is going to be a very futuristic kind of journey, which I would uh, now uh, say. Yes, I think th there are a few things uh, which are currently also, uh, you know, uh, in practice. Uh, some of the companies offer that, uh, but let's still talk about that. So, you know, a person walk towards the car with uh, with some device like smartphone or something in his pocket. So currently we have uh, this Cosma uh, product, product uh, which will automatically unlock, unlock the door uh, as you are approaching and it, the car also you know gives out some signal to welcome you. Uh, in the future this could be fully biometric enabled. Um, but uh, and then uh, as you approach the car and it knows uh, who exactly it is. Um, your seat, uh, where you are going to see it, that could be personalized. You know, the height of it and uh, how much do you want it close to the steering, etc. Um, the uh, heating or ventilation system uh, is also customized uh, according to your own preference. Um, not And, and um, the technology is developed in such a way that... Uh, uh, there are different zones uh, of such uh, you know uh, air cooling or heating created within the uh, car so uh, if you are sitting beside me uh, you know i would have my own uh, settings and you uh, and uh, you would be able to have your own settings so uh, that much level of customization is uh, possible with hvac then uh, uh, once i know okay uh, you know ashok is coming into the car so already log into the infotainment system in front of him mm. and uh, so that he can enjoy his own uh, you know uh, spotify music or something and uh, uh, also uh, if the kids are there then they can have their own login and uh, no one's uh, feed is polluted by some other content so that's also a relief uh, and uh, then uh, uh, as you want to, as you wish to um, you know uh, uh, do the car ignition. So at that time, you can have uh, face recognition or iris recognition, as I said earlier. Um, then uh, using emotion uh, recognition based on facial and audio data. Uh, you know, it can be used to change uh, the music if you're not feeling good or if you're feeling angry or something. You know, we could. Uh, 
change the music a little bit to you know lighten up your mood um it also acts as a supplement uh, along with the health vitals um for health monitoring and uh, if in case um you're not feeling healthy or if if there's some you know irregular pattern being observed then the hospitals uh, can uh, automatically be communicated with this uh, health data uh, sent uh, directly to them and uh, your near and dear ones could also be alerted at the same time and if your car is uh, intelligent enough then it can be put on autopilot also then uh, you have uh, uh, drowsiness attentiveness and gaze uh, gaze estimation which is used for driver monitoring so uh, these technologies will also be important uh, till we are uh, you know at level 2 3 4 uh, of the automation driving automation uh, when we get at level 5 then you don't even need to you know look towards the road uh, you can just turn the seats around and enjoy conversation with the fellow passengers also um with respect to safety um you uh, you know we evaluate uh, body volume uh, along with uh, age and gender to uh, understand uh, whether uh, you know in case of some accident uh, the airbag needs to be deployed or not and if it needs to be deployed uh, deployed then uh with how much force uh, it should be deployed mm-hmm. so um essentially the aim is that you know um if there's a baby or something or if there's an old age person you know uh, the uh, impact of the airbag is controlled so that uh, uh, so that uh, the person does not die because of that impact and uh, the accident was was actually lesser um and then uh, we have a child presence detection as well so if you left your child in the car while going shopping by chance so the car will alert you for that and uh, as you also when uh, you know go uh, go away from the car the uh, vehicle will lock also itself uh, as no occupant presence was detected i mean you touched upon so many um futuristic yet um absolutely achievable and uh, use cases and features i am just blown away by the potential of you know continental and other car manufacturers being looking into technology and to personalize the experience i can and it's not just for the passenger as as you mentioned it's also applicable for fellow passengers as well i can clearly see that you don't even right now you have to press a button or it's a passenger 1 then change the settings then passenger 2 then change settings but i can clearly see that in future it's you don't even again have to press anything is just the moment you walk into your car the entire experience will be customized to to you and you mentioned about the emotions it automatically plays the right music you know based on your emotions and you know dizziness um that is that sounds really amazing thank you for sharing all the these use cases and and the journey sounds very um exciting and interesting awesome um let's move on and talk about the the enrollment process now and, and as we all know that there are two steps involved in a biometric process one is registration or enrollment where you you know provide your biometrics um and you link it with either your 
your car or a payment method or whatever the the use case is so could you talk about a typical enrollment process for for the autom- automotive industry are people going to use your mobile phone or they do they need to go to a dealer location um, how is it how will the enrollment look like in this case um well in this case uh, i would say uh, you know the options uh, that would depend on the uh, car manufacturers uh, the oems and also the modality that they choose uh, uh, you know for authentication so uh, with face uh, it is going to be fairly easy uh, it would be you know fr- kind of frictionless also um because uh, it could be done through a mobile application and uh, it would be fairly easy and uh, the mobile cameras are already you know quite uh, advanced enough that they good that they, that they provide good quality uh, images um however for other modalities um it can uh, become a bit challenging for example iris so um if you want to authenticate with iris um yes uh, it uh, uh, it could be done at a dealership center or uh, it could be done in the car also but uh, in the car uh, it could have some different environments or something and uh, uh, you know uh, the uh, if, if the enrollment image or enrollment uh, sample itself is of not of the best quality then uh, you know we can't really guarantee the uh, accuracies uh, you know so that so that's the thing but yeah um, voice fingerprints face uh, these things would be fairly easy and that's also probably the reason why uh, the companies who uh, currently uh, offer these solutions uh, they are also having these modalities uh, not many are trying new different things i mean hmm. yeah yeah no, no you touched upon a really good point about um some of the challenges with not the face or voice other modalities that we are having with iris and maybe gate um and um with the with future as we see as we are seeing more advancements with these technologies hopefully <clears throat> the enrollment process uh, will be easier for other modalities as well as it is um as it is for face and uh, voice and other modalities cool one of the problem yeah, yeah. Uh, and and one of the problem is also the uh, user experience like uh, you know you we have uh, you know taken like thousands of selfies and now we know how oh. you know uh, how to make our face look better and uh, how to take the right uh, you know selfie um, uh, but uh, if you uh, but if i ask you to uh, you know just say something you would you know spend like 2 uh, 3 seconds at least to think okay what should i say um so so that sometimes uh, you know becomes uh, uh, so, uh, you know kind of a uh, issue in terms of uh, user experience um so these are the kind of things which uh, we also need to understand and uh, uh, vehicles are also you know kind of a, a place where uh, you may not always have a screen to communicate something back to you uh, if you are outside the vehicle then uh, you cannot see any other screen and uh, then how does you know mm. communication reach you that uh, you are not authenticated or something like that um, so 
yeah that's a that's a bigger problem that we uh, try to address right now that that is a really good point shashank you know inside we, there could be a screen where we can where you know there is an opportunity to show messages but if somebody is, is outside the car and trying to move towards the car and then what, how how would they know a mass again something to look into and and it is promising to hear that car manufacturers are at least looking into this area and trying to figure out the convenient way um, to to provide their messaging cool awesome all right so moving on to the second piece of biometric identification process which is recognition so how will a car recognize that it is shashank who is the owner of the car and not ashok who is trying to um impersonate or trying to get into shashank's car it will it be a one on one identification or one to n identification and again as you know like data and security are super important uh, data security and and privacy so will the data be stored in the car or in the cloud could you talk about some of these um, industry challenges see uh, the thing is that uh, with the cars uh, we don't deal with such huge number of uh, uh, people as compared to national id systems or something mm-hmm. uh, so even if it is uh, n number it would not be so, so huge mm-hmm. uh, but still uh, coming back to this it depends on the use case um, and accordingly the authentication approach could could vary so um, Uh, for personal cars, uh, any of that, uh, whether one is to one or one is to n, could work. Uh, you know, because yeah, it is a small number. It could be one and one is to one also. Uh, in case uh, some car manufacturer says that okay, you need to combine, uh, you know, some modality or some uh, you know authentication feature along with your smartphone as well. So in that case, I already know that this is a joke. and then uh, he should be approaching the car then i will match only with his profile otherwise also uh, it can work uh, it might go to a very big number in case of ride sharing companies and uh, that's where uh, you know it could be put on a cloud as well along with that your uh, preferences for safety security and personalization that is also uh, put together with that so whether it is your whether you are going to another car of yours uh, or whether you are switching between cabs it will already be personalized uh, before you get into it so that's another added advantage of using biometrics over here mission uh, it's not you know really the challenging part uh, to recognize someone but uh, i expect that the anti spoofing part would be you know a bit challenging hmm nice. uh, the current uh, i mean i say that yes i i say that because uh, the greater uh, amount of uh, anti spoofing solutions available today uh, they use uh, you know they they are built for the use case uh, for uh, finance or payments and all that uh, where basically you definitely have a good sensor uh, you know mostly phone uh, you know mobile phones are used and uh, so you already have a very good uh, selfie camera but uh, you know for cars uh, apart from the luxury cars they can afford to have you know like high definition cameras and the costlier ones which ultimately dri- you know uh, drives up the cost of the car as well uh, but if you wanted to build something for the masses then you cannot have such 
uh, high definition cameras and in that case uh, that means that you don't have enough you know pixels between faces uh, which current which the current anti spoofing um, algorithms demand no you raised a really good point about um, car segmentation market and how depending upon the price of a car uh, a certain biometrics hardware or software features will be available so that brings us to the end of section 2 um thank you shashank for sharing all your great insights um and section 3 is where uh, it's very interesting these are the set of common questions i ask all the guests to get their perspective on biometrics technology as a whole and how they keep up um to the latest trends and and knowledge in the industry so if we get started and if i ask you like if you had to explain biometrics to a 10 year old kid how would you explain what biometrics uh okay interesting man uh okay so uh, traditionally biometrics is a way of identifying people uh, using their physical characteristics and the most common modalities are uh, fingerprints iris and face um however for me uh, biometrics also means understanding an individual and his actions through his uh, age gender body volume uh, expressions cognitive load uh, gestures interactions etc so that gives a wholesome understanding of a human and uh, how a person would act in some situations and thereby uh, allowing so many different uh, use cases for personalization etc that makes sense um how do you stay on top of the advancements in this automotive biometric space i mean there's a lot happening already as i shared based on the stats and the rapid growth how do you keep up with all the pace i would usually keep uh, on top of uh, the uh conferences and uh, re- occasionally readings research papers uh newsletters as well and uh for the past two months uh, this podcast also <laughs> thank you thank you you just made my day by saying that <laughs> thank you for that all right so the last question in this section um how what would you do differently if you have to start your biometrics journey um well i would um, to to restart i would uh, i would hope that uh, my uh, supervisor was also professor mark nixon um, and uh, maybe if uh, i would have pursued a phd then uh, it might have been very different. but yes uh, largely i am uh, fairly satisfied with where with what i've done and uh, the industry that i work in uh, at the moment is also very interesting and not just limited to authenticating people that is amazing uh yeah i'm glad to hear that you won't make a lot, lot of changes and you're satisfied with 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 where you are that is ah, amazing all right um this brings us to the last section of our podcast um if shashank people are are or organizations want to reach out to you on social media how would they how should they contact easily approachable on linkedin uh, yeah you can find me with the same name over there awesome amazing thank you so much shank uh, this brings us to the end of this podcast 
I want to thank you um, for all your time and uh, wish you all the best for your career journey and uh, growth. Uh, let's be in touch and, uh, you know, I will be uh, tracking your social media posts. Thank you so much. Thank you so much also. Awesome. Well, um, that was a great discussion with Shashank uh, Dhariwal. Um, I will provide all the links in the description. And uh, if you want to stay on top of similar podcasts and updates, please su subscribe and like this podcast. Thank you so much and have a great rest of your day. Thank you.